Thank you for tuning into the Chapel Valley Church Podcast. Today we wanted to share a special teaching from Pastor Jeremiah Jenin. We hope this message encourages you and builds a deeper level of faith in you. Thank you for joining us and enjoy this message. All right, well, we're going to dig right in this morning. And if you have your Bibles, I'm going to invite you to turn with me to Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah 55. And so let's go ahead and turn there this morning. And I have, um, I have a Bible this morning that my friends gave to me a long time ago because I could, I have misplaced my Bible and I'm like, where did it go? It's somewhere in my house. It's, I just don't know where it was. And I was running behind. So I have a different Bible this morning, but if you have it, turn with me and we're going to go to Isaiah 55. Don't worry, it's the same translation, so that's all good. Isaiah 55, and we are going to start at verse 8 this morning, and we'll go there in just one moment. Um, but today, you know, I really was asking the Lord, what is it that he would like to bring to us today? And I really felt impressed that the Lord has been, he's been talking to me, he's been speaking with me about expectation, expectation. And the title of the message today is, What Were You Expecting? What were you expecting? And fast, let's do this. Turn to the person next to you and ask them, what were you expecting? What were you expecting? <laughs> I'm hearing some I don't knows. I'm hearing some, I'm, I'm hearing some, um, some, some questions being raised. But how many of you have ever heard that before when there's a desired outcome that you have, but you don't get the results that you Wanted. Sometimes we look back and we reflect on what we did, right? We reflect on what our process was. And somebody may even ask, well, if you're not doing the things that are required to get the outcome, then what were you expecting? What were you expecting? And I feel like the Lord is wanting to speak to us about expectation today and how he wants us to be people who are filled with expectancy. To be people who have a hope that God is who he says he is, that God will do what he said he would do, and that God will not only reveal himself to you. How many of you know when we come into an atmosphere like we were just in of praise and worship, that it is good to have an expectancy that Jesus will reveal himself to you? Because did you know that's his heart? His heart is to reveal himself to us in a fresh way. And if we would open ourselves up and come expectantly to receive, it will release his power in our lives. And how many of you know God doesn't just want us to go through life only producing results that we can produce? Did you know that? That there really is something that the Lord wants to bring to the table. There's things that he has made available to us. And God is wanting to do, have results in our lives that, uh, that are out of results that only he can produce. And he wants to bring us a fresh revelation of who he is to reveal his glory to us. And that would cause a shift in us in such a way that we won't go back to what was before. Okay, are you guys with me? I'm a... Uh, and so we're going to start in Isaiah 55, and, I, and we're going to start in verse 8. And so let's go ahead, and we're going to read this together. This is God speaking through the prophet Isaiah, and I want you to notice what he's, what he's saying. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, 
nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heavens and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Notice this is God speaking. And he says here in verse 11, he says, so shall my word be, you know, I I love this scripture because it is God literally speaking and describing the effects of what his word will produce in your life. He's giving us a description of what it looks like, of what it will be. And he's literally saying, this is how my word works. And he gives us this picture of what it looks like when he sends his word. He gives us this picture of the earth being dry and desolate. Anybody ever feel like things are a little dry and a little bit desolate? And he gives us this picture of things being dry and desolate, but then the rain comes from the heavens. And the earth begins to soak in all of that rain, all of that moisture, all of the nutrients start being activated in the soil. And the seeds that have been planted, they begin to sprout and bring forth fruit and harvest. And so the Lord is giving us a picture. He's speaking through the prophet. He says, this is what happens when my word goes forth. It brings life. It brings fruit. It turns what was dry and desolate into good soil. And so when we come and we receive God's word, how many of you know we can have an expectation according to what God has said That when we receive his word with an open heart, it causes a shift in us. It literally changes the environment of our hearts. It changes the culture of the places we go. And so when we receive, in other words, we receive something from heaven that changes the environment. It's something that changes the makeup of the soil that causes things to become fruitful. And so his word comes from heaven and causes the soil to produce something that it could not produce before. I don't know about you, but I am expectingly hoping that there will be things that are produced out of my life as a result of God's word coming from heaven to me. And that's what we need. That's what so many of us are longing for. And we're saying, like, I do the same thing. And I get my results. But I do believe that the Lord is wanting to reveal himself and and to send his word from heaven to us. And those who receive it, who have hearts to receive his word, will will become like fresh soil. That things will be not the same and, and will experience things and the Lord will show himself and he'll do things and cause fruit in your life that you could never produce on your own. 
And so as I'm praying and I'm seeking the Lord, and this is, this is all I'm getting is, is that he wants to reveal himself in a new way. And notice he says in verse eight, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. So God is saying, listen, because you don't think the way that I think, you can't produce the results that I can produce. Let me tell you, the way God does things is not what comes to us naturally. Sin entered the world, things became corrupt, and ever since then there has been a darkness that has not only surrounded us, but there is a darkness that comes and it penetrates our hearts, it penetrates our ways of thinking, it perverts the way that we were created to be and who we were created to be. And how many of you are thankful that Jesus came and is rectifying that? But there is a way of thinking that we have that is not in accordance to who God is and in accordance to the way he thinks. And so God is saying, because you don't think the way that I think, you can't produce the results that I can produce. And so here's the solution. I'm going to send my word to you. I'm going to send my word from heaven. Everybody say from heaven. How many of you know God is releasing things from heaven? And I need everybody to hear what I'm saying. God is releasing things from heaven. But we need to position ourselves to receive them. I want to say one thing that, and if you're only going to catch one thing, I want you to catch this. We can't force or manipulate God to release things from heaven but we can position ourselves for them. I'm going to say it again because you have to hear this. We cannot force God to release things from heaven, but we can position ourselves for them. In other words, a move of God cannot be forced. It cannot be coerced, but we can be obedient to receive them. And here's the good news. His heart is for us to have them. His heart is for us to receive all of these things. All of these things that he's made available to us. And God's part is to reveal himself. It's, but it's in his time and it's in his way. Amen. But our part is to faithfully do what he's asked us to do. To position ourselves to receive the things that he is releasing. And if we don't position ourselves, how many of you know... We don't receive the things that he releases from heaven. We must do the things that he's asked us to do. And if we don't have expectation that he will do it, we won't position ourselves. If we don't respond to God's word and he's saying, this is what I've done. This is what my word will do in your life. If we don't actually believe that and expect for it to work, how many of you know we won't position ourselves to receive it? His word is only effective. The things that he is releasing from heaven, it's only effective if we expect to receive. If we expect that he will do it. If we expect that he is God. That he is good. And that in Jesus, all the promises are yes and amen. 
And so we have to position ourselves by receiving what he has already sent. Well, what has he sent? Well, we see here he sent his word. How many of you know he sent Jesus? And he sent his spirit. And so we have to position ourselves to receive these things. You know, I, I heard uh, Pastor Glenn Burris, who is the former pre- uh, president of the Foursquare Church, he recently shared a post about uh, a thing that was that uh, was happening at a college campus. And these, these college students got together and they began to worship at 10 in the morning. And at 10 at night, they were still worshiping. Let me tell you, it was not advertised, we are going to worship the Lord for 12 hours. What happened was, is they positioned themselves into an atmosphere of praise and worship. God revealed himself, and they didn't want to leave. Listen, if you do not expect God to reveal himself to you, you won't show up. If you don't expect what he, that he will do what he said he would do, you won't be obedient. We need to be obedient to the things that he has said, to expect that he will come through. You know, I just, I, so the, the church that uh, Susie and I met at, I just saw a post, and uh, they had a nine-hour prayer meeting. They did not advertise a nine-hour prayer meeting. Nobody would have showed up. I don't even know if the pastor would have showed up. <laughs> what happened was is they said we need to pray and they came together and they began to pray and here's what I'm praying that we would all experience that when we position ourselves in postures of prayer in postures of worship in a posture of receiving his word that you would be overwhelmed and overcome by the goodness that comes from heaven. And you won't want to leave. And you might even come up with plans, have plans and agendas for the rest of your day, but because God has revealed himself to you, you don't want to leave. But we have to have an expectancy. Number one, that God does want to reveal himself to us. And number two, because we're expecting, we do the things that he's asked us to do. Somebody say amen. Amen. And so how do we position ourselves? Is this okay? I want you, you know, I'm, I'm bringing things to you that are very raw. And that's why I'm sitting because I have to think while I'm talking. And I want to say this in a way that is accurate and reflective of the way that I feel like the Lord is speaking it to me. And so I'm not going to walk around because I'll get distracted and then I get excited and I have too much coffee and I just start talking. But I want to talk to you and share from the heart because that if we would just know. And here's the thing, I'm coming to you and some of you haven't experienced this before. Maybe you've never experienced God speak to you through his word. Maybe you've never experienced that his tangible manifest presence in times of worship. Maybe you've prayed, but you feel like God doesn't hear you. I am here to tell you that his presence is real, that he speaks through his word. 
and that when you pray, he hears you. And if we expect that, that, that those things are true, if we act as though those are true, how many of you know we act differently when we expect a certain result? Okay? If we act as though those things are true, I believe God is going to reveal himself to you personally. And you will not compromise or want to go back to how it was before. When you encounter the Lord genuinely, it alters you. You don't see situations the same way. You don't think about things the same way. You don't respond to things the same way. Why? Because you've been altered. Amen? Is this good? I feel like this is a direction we're going and, and I'm nervous. I'm actually nervous because I feel like what the Lord is showing me, what he wants to do, I have experienced in reality, but sometimes it's very difficult to put into the, into a, a, an understanding, a teaching. Because saying it is one thing, experiencing it is a different thing. And I feel like there's a need to explain it, to teach it. But, oh, that we would experience it. And I, I want us to contend for that. I want us to expect that. That we would look to Jesus and expect to see Jesus. Because that is his heart. That when we look to him, he shows himself to us. And those things are going to happen in times like these in our corporate worship. They're going to happen in atmospheres where we're praising and we're singing and we're, we're praying in agreement where we're together. It's going to happen in those environments. It can happen in your home when you seek the Lord and you begin to pray in your room or you're in the Word in the morning with your coffee. It happens in all those places. But listen, it, you have to have an expectancy that God will do what he said he would do. Otherwise, you will not position yourself. And because you don't position yourself, you don't receive. You with me? This is so important. I really do believe that God is doing a new thing, not a new thing as though we're reinventing the wheel. God's word is timeless. He's already said what what we need to do. But we are going to spend, I want you to think about this. We're going to spend an eternity trying to, not trying, we're going to spend an eternity discovering who he is. And every time we come to him, he wants to show us more of who he is. Why? Because when he shows us who he is, it changes us. We become who he's created us to be. We, we, we do the things that he's called us to do. We believe for the things and the promises that he makes available to us. If we don't have a revelation of who God is, we won't pray correctly. If we don't have a revelation of who God is, we don't, we don't worship correctly. So let us come expectantly. Let us come and experience the Lord together. And will there be ups and downs? Yeah. Is there going to be times where it's a little uncomfortable? Sure. But God is good. And his heart is that we would align ourselves with the throne room of heaven and begin receiving the things that he has made available from heaven.
You cannot get them anywhere else. There are solutions to your problems that only God has. And it comes when we position ourselves and we align ourselves with the throne. With the throne. And so I want to share a little bit and about one of the primary ways that we position ourselves, and it's by receiving his word. By receiving his word. How many of you remember in Romans ten seventeen where it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word? We're talking about expectancy. And how many of you know the way that we have anticipation, the reason we have hope in the first place is because we hear about it. Right, And so when we hear God's truth, when we hear the gospel preach, it produces something in us called faith. Everybody say faith. Let me give you for example. Right, Philippians 4, 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, with praise and thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Okay, so you start reading that. You may hear it on a Sunday. You may read it in the morning. You start getting that into your heart. Guess what happens? You start to believe it. Because faith comes by hearing. When you start hearing the truth, it gets into your heart. Now, all of a sudden, when a situation arises in your life that produces anxiety, that produces fear, or... Questioning, all of a sudden you're, you, you consider on the inside, you know, maybe I shouldn't worry about this, but maybe I should start praying about this. And what's happening? You're positioning yourself to receive the promise to allow God to move on your behalf, to see his power manifest in your life. So listen, faith comes by hearing. So how many of you know we need to make sure we're hearing the right things? And it comes when we spend time in his word. It comes in moments like this where God is speaking through his word by His the Holy Spirit. But when we hear his word, when we receive the word that came from where? Came from heaven. God spoke it, he released it, and he says, when you receive my word, this is what will happen to you. Those dry and desolate places will begin to produce fruit. And so many believers have spent so long planting seed after seed after seed after seed. But we haven't been giving it the proper nutrients, which is what? His heavenly resource. He wants us to receive his word to change the environment, the soil of our lives so that we can produce the fruit that only he can produce. Let me tell you, there is something that God wants to do in your life, and only he can do it. Only he can do it. So we must receive his word, believe it, and continue to allow it to bring nourishment to our souls, to our hearts, to our minds, until we start acting in a way as though it's true. Again, when you have expectancy, you act differently. When you come into church and you expect, I know for a fact, I'm going to meet Jesus today. How many of you know you're going to change your approach? 
You're not going to come in and you're not going to be talking about the, you know, the Super Bowl and the latest news. Not that we can't talk about those things. I talk about those things a lot, okay? I, I, that's why I brought it up, okay? Full transparency, I talk about football quite a bit, okay? But if I know I have, I'm going to meet with Jesus today, I'm going to come in with an expectant heart with full abandon. That when the worship leaders let's lift our, says, let's lift our voices and sing to the Lord, I'm going to sing. When, the, when, when we start say, saying, I feel like the Lord is wanting us to begin to sing a new song, I'm going to sing a new song. Why? Because I'm going to meet with Jesus today. And he has the nutrients that I need that I can't get anywhere else except from him. Okay? I want to look at an example of this. Out of Mark chapter 5. Verse 25. <clears throat> any of you guys seen the series, The Chosen? Got any fans? <laughs> they, they, some of these stories are in that series. It's a, it's a, it's a free series that you can get, uh, via the app store or whatever. Um, there's different ways you can watch it, but look it up. It's called The Chosen, but it's literally Jesus. And there's times where I see, you see him and there's the, I'm like, that's Jesus. I know him. I know him. And so some of these stories are from there. But Mark chapter 5, verse 25, I want to look at an example of someone receiving the word. How many of you know we need to receive the things that he has sent from heaven? And he has sent his word. So how do we receive it? Let's look. Mark 5, 25 says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. And had suffered many things from the physicians. Isn't it interesting? The things that we think will fix our problems usually don't. And that there are impossible situations that you face in your life that nobody can fix except for the Lord. So we need to receive from him. Amen. She suffered many things from the many physicians. She had spent all that she had and she was no better, but rather grew worse. Does this sound familiar to anybody? You face the same problem over and over. You do the same thing and you get the same results. Only what you can do. She was no better, but she grew worse. And when she heard about Jesus, what did she do? She had heard about Jesus. She had heard. Didn't we just say faith comes by hearing? She had heard about Jesus she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Notice the action that happens when you have faith. You see, when you have faith, when you have expectancy, you do something different than you may normally do. You do something that may be out of uh, un your understanding. You may do things that are out of your experience. In fact, when it's the Lord, it usually is. Because he wants to demonstrate to you that it is him and him alone. And so here she is. She hears about Jesus. It moves her to action because she is expecting to receive something. How many of you know we need to expect to receive something? We need to expect it. Not because we force God to do it. No, because he wants to do it. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and she touched his garment. For she said, notice now, she is talking in accordance to what she believes, according to what she expects. So not only does expectancy change the way you act, it changes the way you talk. 
So when she heard about Jesus, um, I read that like five times. Verse 28. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Who says that? In fact, where is the, where's the precedence for this in Scripture? How many of you know God will cause you to do things that you never thought of to bring breakthrough to your life? And it won't come by your own planning, by your own intelligence. It comes when we hear from Jesus and we move to action. She says, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. The only person that would say something like that is someone who heard higher thoughts. Who received something different from heaven. And here she is, moved to action. And it says in verse 29, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that that she was healed of the affliction. Notice there are the results. Verse 34 says, and he, Jesus, said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Her what? Her faith. If she had not expected Jesus to bring healing, she would not have been healed. Because she would not have done the things she had done. She would not have said the things that she would have said. And she would have still been in the same situation. Let me tell you, there are so many believers. There's so many people who are in the same situation. And they're trying to do the same thing. Even though it might look a little different. It's according to their own plans, their own agendas. And they get the same results. But how many of you know Jesus has resources from heaven that he wants to give to you? But it only happens when we position ourselves with faith, with expectancy to receive from him. And so how did she get this faith? Someone told her about Jesus, that he heals the sick. And when she heard it, it brought faith to her to say something different. She didn't say what everybody else was saying. She, If she would have said that, they would have said, you're crazy. But she was expecting something because she heard about Jesus. And when she was moved and she began speaking differently and acting different, the power, the power of God was released. And Jesus confirms that your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Listen, this how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It is so important for you to make time every day to be in his word. If you don't have expectancy, you're probably not in the word enough. If you're not expecting to meet with God, then you're not, you're not, you're not in alignment with the truth of his heart, of who he is. And he's saying, listen, I have sent my word. Let it bring life to you. Receive it, hear it, and let it bring life to your situation. Let it bring faith, and I will reveal things to you from heaven that only I can do. And so this is why it's so important to make time for his word in our daily lives, in our weekly lives. The reason you're here is to meet with Jesus, to be in his presence, to hear his word. We must expect to hear from the Lord, not from me. Not from me. 
But as I speak and as though, and as we're coming into the word together, how many of you know the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal and show you things that you need to know? Amen? That's why everything that goes on here, it's not about anybody who's up here. The only thing we are here to do is to point you to the Lord. That's it. Oh, the more I've been in ministry, the more I realize that fact. No, this isn't about me. In fact, if it was about me, it would get ugly quick. I mean, my hair would still be good, but that's a joke. His word will cause you to do things that you wouldn't normally do, to think things you wouldn't normally or naturally think, and to say things that you wouldn't normally say. So my question is, is what were you expecting? What are you expecting? When you came here today, what were you expecting? When we begin to play and to sing praise to the Lord, because that's something he's asked us to do. And how many of you know he's worthy of that? Because in him we have life, in him we have our move, in him we have our being. The only reason we exist is because of him. When we start to sing and worship the Lord together, what are you expecting? Oh, I wonder if they're going to sing the song that I like, or, you know, I wonder if, you know, the vocals are going to be good today, and... Have, what's, it, what's it sound like in the production? It's not about that. What are you expecting? Are you expecting to receive from the Lord or not? Your expectation will determine your fruitfulness. But we have to expect in alignment to what he has said. Let's look at another example in Mark chapter 10. Mark 10 verse 46 says, Now they came to Jericho. And as Jesus went out of Jericho with his disciples a great mul- in a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Notice he's in his routine. How many of you guys got routines? Didn't we just talk about godly routines? Godly routines. But this is a normal routine, right? There was a routine. He was asking for alms. He, was, he, he could not help himself. He was blind. He sat by the road begging. Verse 47, it says, And when he heard. What did he do? He heard something. When he heard that it was Jesus, he began to cry out. How many of you know when he heard, he started saying things he wouldn't normally say? He began to cry out and he said, Jesus, son of David, that literally means Messiah. I've heard about you. I am recognizing this is who you are. He had heard, Bartimaeus had heard more about Jesus than him just being around. Someone said, no, this is the Messiah. This is the Son of God, and he brings healing to your life. He will heal your physical body. And Bartimaeus heard this, and he began to say something different because, why? He had an expectation in his heart. He had a faith in his heart that Jesus will heal me. He says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet. How many of you know this happens when you start to believe the things that God has said? When you start to receive the things of God, there will be people that try to talk you out of it. And say, well, you can't do it that way. Or you can't actually, you can't actually do that. But notice, but he cried out all the more. 
that would be us. That we would begin to cry out to the Lord. And just say, God, I'm completely dependent on you. I can't do the things that you've asked me to do without you. He began to say something different. He began to cry out all the more. He said, son of David, have mercy on me. I don't deserve this. But I've heard that you will heal. And so I'm asking, I'm calling out. Why? Because I expect that if I can just have a moment with you, if I can just touch you and receive from you, I will be healed. And so Jesus stood still and he commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying to him, be of good cheer. Rise. He is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. How many of you want to come to Jesus today? How many of you are seeing the action here? The faith. He heard the good news and he's responding. See, when you really believe, you will do whatever it takes to get to Jesus. And all of a sudden, those prayer meetings that were an hour... Yeah, I don't want to leave. Yeah, I know. I, I got to go get the groceries. I, I know the kids got to get picked up from school. Yeah, I know there's all this, but, but Jesus is speaking to me. And I can't just go back to what was. That we would come to Jesus and he would reveal himself and that we would be altered This is what it's going to take, you guys. Listen, it is getting dark, and it's going to get darker. I watched a recent music awards, and I was shocked. And I shouldn't have been. Why would we ever expect people who have not seen or received Jesus to act any different? I wasn't shocked by them. I was shocked by how blatant the enemy is playing his hand. Listen, if we go about business as usual, what were you expecting? But if we can hear the Lord and expect that when we open his word together and we come to the Lord, that he's going to speak to us and he does. Listen, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. Sometimes people will say, or I'll I'll hear them. I usually, they don't say it to me. They say it, I hear them. People that say they hear the Lord, it freaks me out. Well, I'll tell you, it freaks me out when people don't hear the Lord. (laughs) Because Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. This is something that every believer, it's available to hear him. That when we come to the word, he will speak. But you have to expect to receive something. You have to have faith that this isn't just my, uh, this isn't just, this is, this isn't even just a godly routine. No, this is me coming face to face with the Lord. And that as I do, He's going to show Himself. And it's going to change me. Every time you come to His Word with a heart like that, that says, Holy Spirit, teach me. Jesus, show yourself to me. Listen, especially the young people, my front rowers. Give them a hand. They're in the front row. (laughs) 
if you if we have a heart that really says, Holy Spirit, teach me. I'm coming to your word. Listen. He will speak to you. He will speak to you. He will. Throwing aside his garment, he rose, he came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith. Your what? Your faith. Has made you well. Listen, his faith did not manipulate Jesus to action. Jesus wants to do this. But it requires expectancy on our part. Listen, God's part is to do what he said he would do. Our part is to believe it and to move on it. You guys with me? Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. I got one more example and then we're going to close. What time is it? Yeah, we're good. One more, Acts 14. This is actually, this is, this is one that I felt specific that needed to be shared. But this is now Jesus has ascended into heaven. Right? He's seated on the throne. How many of you know that's where he is right now? Okay. And here, this is the disciples now, the apostles. And Acts 14, verse 8 says, And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. Listen, there are things that you've never experienced that you will because you are expecting to receive from him. That was from the Lord. Thank you. That was from the Lord for us. Verse 9 says, this man heard Paul speaking, one of the apostles. Let me ask you, what do you think Paul is speaking in this moment? He's speaking the word. He's preaching the gospel that Jesus will heal, that Jesus heals. All right. So this cripple who had never walked, this man heard Paul speaking and Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. Notice Paul could see his faith. How many of you know you can see expectancy? You can see literally when people are hungry for the Lord or when they're not. This man, it was visible that when Paul was preaching the word, he could see that this man had faith to be healed. How many of you know expectancy should look like something? Our expectancy on receiving from the Lord, it looks like something. It means we don't approach it the same way. We don't go through the routine. Yes, it's good to have godly routines. It's good to be in church every Sunday. It's good to be together and worship the Lord. It's good to read your Bible every day. But it's better when you have faith to receive from the Lord. And when you have faith, you're going to change the way you do it. Because I'm, I'm going to be changed. I'm about to come face to face with the Lord. I'm going to receive something. And so here he is. He had faith to be healed. And he... Paul said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he began to leap and to walk. He began to leap and to walk. Listen, what keeps us from having this kind of expectancy? The big one? Distraction. So many people are distracted. 
with everything but God. We're distracted with how are we going to pay for something? How am I going to make a successful career? How am I going to retire? Listen, we can't be distracted with everything but God. We need to have an expectancy of God. Doesn't, doesn't it say that? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Listen, Jesus said in Matthew fifteen six, he says, thus you have made the commandment of God no effect by your tradition. Listen, there is this, the commandment of God, the word of God. Okay, you guys with me? You, Jesus said, you have made the word of God no effect because of your tradition, because of your routine, because of your refusal to do it any other way but yours. And my hope is that we would be a church and a people in this time where it is needed more than ever to not go through our routine, but to begin to employ God's routine with faith. That's good. This is a shift. This is a shift. And I believe it's coming from the Lord, and I believe this is what he wants, that we would begin to align ourselves, not with what we think is good or what would be a good idea, but that we would begin to align ourselves with heaven itself and begin to receive from him as we spend time in the word, as we spend time in his presence through worship and through prayer. Listen, that is it. We're not going to be doing new things. We're doing what God has said. And because we have an expectancy that God will show up when we do what he said, he will do it. Because that's his heart. He wants to come through for you. Good news. God is not against you. He is for you. God does not want to hurt you. He wants to bring blessing to your life. You are not lost. You are not forsaken. God has a plan for your life. But in order for us to receive and to walk in those things, we must, we must come and look to him and expect that he is real, that he is good, that he will do it. Amen. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I got. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Thanks. Yeah. I'm walking this very, I'm going to be pretty honest. I I mean, this is different, not again, because of experience. This is different because it's supernatural. This is not a natural thing. He, He gives us the instruction. We need to do it. And so let's start doing it. Let's stand together. Let's pray to the Lord. Let's respond to him today. Let's just bow our heads, lift our hands to the Lord. Let's receive from him. Jesus, you are the reason we're here. And Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we thank you that it is your heart to bring faith to our hearts. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, that right now, Lord, that we can call on you, that we can ask of you, 
and that we can be confident that you will help us, Lord, as we begin to respond, as we begin to cry out, Lord, as we begin to look to you with expectancy, with a heart that says, Lord, I, I, I see what you have said. I hear your word. I'm receiving it by faith. But, Lord, that we would have an expectancy, Lord, that you will do it in our lives, that you would do it in us and through us. Lord, we don't want to just go through the status quo. Lord, we don't want to go through our routines and that be it. Lord, we don't want to be distracted by everything but you. Lord, we want you. We want you. We want what you have for us, but more than the stuff, we just want you. Are there blessings? Yes. Is there fruitfulness? Yes. But Jesus, we just want you. Lord, let our hearts come into alignment with that. That we would look to you. And that as we do, Lord, that you would consume us. Every part. Lord, that the things that are not of you, Lord, that you would burn them away. And that all that would remain is what you have for us. You are worthy of it all. And so, Lord, we say we believe you. We believe what you are speaking to us today. We believe your word. That your word is power. That your word changes the condition of our hearts and minds. And so, Lord, I pray right now, Lord, that you would begin, even now, changing the condition of our hearts and minds, Lord. Not to just be how we were when we came in, but Lord, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Renew us. Restore us, Lord. Refresh us by your word and by your spirit today. We receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's just thank the Lord for his word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. Well, the Lord is good and he has good things for us. Amen. What we're going to do, uh, we're going to, we're, you are dismissed, but before you leave, I want you to be sure to say hi to some people around you. Tell them you love them. Tell them it's good to see them. Maybe introduce yourself to someone you don't know, but hey, let's raise our expectation of what God will do. Amen. Amen. You are, you're blessed. Be good. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Chapel Valley Church. We want to hear from you, so please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at info at chapelvalley.org. We hope you stay connected by following us online. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching Chapel Valley Church. You can also stay updated by visiting our website, chapelvalley.org.